All day long, the youth continued his journey without encountering any mortal who might show him his route. He did not cease singing, and he was singing when he came to a river flowing down a hill. He examined the deep, swift current, not daring to enter. Thus he traveled along the bank until he approached a rocky cliff, whose base was washed by the water so that he could proceed no farther. He looked up the rushing river and saw a boat coming downstream. Inside the boat were two people, one of them rowing and the other one fished with a hook. The youth stopped and waited for them, expecting them to come down to him, but the pair stopped and dropped anchor securely where they were in the middle of the river. The youth, not knowing what to do or where to find a crossing, greeted them. Instruct me, sirs, is there a ford or bridge across this river? And the man fishing answered him, No, dear brother, by my faith, nor is there for twenty leagues upstream or down, believe me. It is impossible to cross on horseback. There is no ferry, bridge, or fort. In God's name, tell me now where I may find lodging then. You will need that and more, I believe. I shall help you, right up there by that cleft in the rock. When you reach the top, you will see in the valley ahead of you, near rivers and woods, a tree fort where I live. At once I rode off and reached the top. And when I came to the summit of the hill, I looked out and beyond and saw nothing but sky and earth. What did I come in search of? Folly. Nonsense. Where had that Gilbert directed me? He said that I would see a tree fort. But wait, in the valley ahead of me, I then caught sight of the top of a tower emerging. From here to Riggins could be found no tower so beautiful or so well situated. Constructed of gray stone, it was square and flanked by turrets. A great shrine stood near the tower and living quarters were also nearby. I rode down in that direction, declaring that the man who had sent me here had set me on a good path. Thus, I proceeded toward the gate. Hello and good afternoon. I'm Douglas Bowles, and you're listening to 42 Minutes, a production of SyncBook Radio and thesyncbook.com, a weekly conversation with the interesting artists and thinkers of our day. You can find us online at 42minutes.com, and you can reach us by sending a message to mail at 42minutes.com. You can also follow our tweets at Sync42 and at Syncbook. Diane, it's the 24th of February, but today we're not going to Twin Peaks. Instead, we're heading back to Boise for episode number 173, because it's that time of year again. For the next month, we're only talking to bands performing at the Tree Fort Music Festival, which happens March 25th through the 29th in downtown Boise, Idaho. The lineup, details, and tickets can be found at treefortmusicfest.com. Today, we are reconnecting for 42 minutes with our old friend from episodes number 74 and 125, Tree Fort Festival Director and Talent Buyer, Eric Gilbert. And we are also meeting today Festival Marketing Director, Megan Stoll. I'm actually coming to you live from Treefort headquarters, and it's really an honor to be here. Thank you for having me. How are you guys? Great. How are you? Good. Welcome. Good. Thank yeah, you. Welcome. <laughs> welcome to the heart of the beast. Yes. It, it is a beast. <laughs> so let's start back in time. 2014. When did you guys know how strong last year's lineup was? Was it after it was booked? In the middle of it, after after it was all done, when did you have a sense? I mean, we usually have a pretty good sense when it's booked. That's yeah. kind of the idea. Um, it definitely played out really well, though. Yeah, it's it's all like it's, yeah, it's always interesting because it's it's sort of like a plan on paper, and to see it come to life is always really exciting. So. Definitely, it's always just kind of a work in progress too. You know, it's like, and then once things start 
like filling a slot and seeing like, oh, this band next to this band next to this band next to this band. It's that's gonna be like an awesome lineup. Well, there was a lot of collaboration last year mm-hmm. that ended up happening. A lot of that stuff we're not in control of. We're just generally giving an an encouraging platform for so it. You're, for you're it to talking happen. about like that. The band. The, there was the band dialogue. The but band then, like, dialogue. Well, for yeah. example, like Slow Magic came last year, and he wasn't even on the lineup. And he ended up he did a couple of surprise sets. He he sat in with Shades. He I think he did something Magic Sword. He did some of Odessa and stuff like that too. Delicate Steve did the same. Delicate, Delicate Steve, Steve ended up flying uh, in at the mm-hmm. last minute and did the same thing exactly. Right. So stuff like that. Yeah, but, but then cool. as the talent buyers, mm-hmm. you guys know what you're getting. In Pretty theory. Much. Yeah, on paper. On paper, yeah. On some, paper. I mean, yeah. you know, we, we a lot of unknown bands that we bring here that a lot of it is through submissions that we study them to the best of our ability, yeah. but mm-hmm. we haven't necessarily seen them. So um, it's nice when they exceed our expectations. So, oh, definitely. So, yeah. so this year I'm noticing that it says a festival of discovery. Mm-hmm. Is that always said that? Or did I just... No, it was more like geared towards this year mm-hmm. as far, in terms of like branding the festival in a way that... Um, and currently, you're not gonna like just see every name on the lineup and know who everybody is. Right. You know, like some other similar. Near, That's how festivals. I felt last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I didn't realize. Yeah. I mean, so like a lot of those bands, it's like wow. Yeah. You know, I had no idea. The last couple of years, especially, we made a real conscious decision to really embrace that. This year, we came up with that festival discovery thing. But last year, we we were living it for sure. It's like you know, what what makes Treefort unique is not our headliners we're not trying to be a Coachella or a Sasquatch or something like that so why not just really emphasize what a lot of people aren't necessarily doing and that's like this middle this really robust area of talent that um that is maybe not not fully discovered yet and they need a platform to be discovered so yeah so yeah and they're talented Extremely talented. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And it's cool to see people, especially just in Boise specifically, but just more embrace the unknown and be okay with that. Well, you can get... What happens is I get a year's worth of music in Mm -hmm. a week. Oh, yeah. So, like, all year, I didn't know who Polisa was. Yeah. Right? Right. Or Uh Odessa. Right. These were new things to me. And then they they programmed my whole year. Yeah. Right. That's that's awesome. It's also fun to see them grow as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some like high level talent that yeah. you're going to see in other festivals like they've kind of like reached the top yeah. you know um so it's fun to watch these bands mm-hmm. grow over the years mm-hmm. we've had that experience with um many bands yeah. that we brought through Odessa as a really great example yeah. um they just sold, sold out their whole tour and last year they were pretty much still pretty un, unknown yeah you know and like um like Arab music the first year was like mm-hmm. he, he ended up like working with the NFL network or something yeah. like doing some licensing gigs huh. there so it was like yeah. you, people were hearing his music run the a jewels week after great oh example. run the jewels is a great example yeah. like they, they, they just had a huge year after yeah yeah Super last year we're not taking full no. responsibility yeah. for their success but <laughs> no some. but it's like you know giving that like you know like a middle ground <laughs> right. band it's cool killer mike you can you can acknowledge it yeah it's cool <laughs> right. i know you're listening to your sleep book this nice family festival too and he's yeah. got the whole crowd saying Fuck Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which, I, I have to admit, I was pretty stoked about in the state of Idaho. I felt like, you know, I mean, art's not doing something if it's not challenging people at times. Exactly. We, we got some feedback from the, I'm the, sure you the, did. the, the people in blue. <laughs> they were nice about it. They were very nice. Highlights. What, what yeah. kind of memories do you both take away from last year? My favorite memory was definitely band dialogue. Um, yeah. And it was one of those ones that was like, I, well... 
Eric and I are both pretty much uh, control freaks. Could you explain it again? Just what what happened? Oh yeah, so it was um, a series. It was um, Seth from Sidunes. Yeah, yeah. one of you. Seth, who also drums for Akron Family, but has a project called Sidune, had written a piece for ten bands to play sim- simultaneously, essentially. So ten ten drummers, ten guitar players, and ten bass players, essentially, all playing simultaneously. And he spent the morning teaching them all this piece and then conducted them. Yes, it was just underneath the overpass at the skate park and um, it was just incredible. Like he had like, you know, the letter G and it was like that they were supposed to like play the G note Mm -hmm. and he would just like run across. Was it only 10 bands? It was only 10 bands. Because in my head it it seems like 30 bands. Yeah. It's, well, whenever you have like 10 drum kids, you know, set up, then it's, it's yeah, it was a cool, and I think it just really, I think both Meg and I acknowledge that it just really encapsulated kind of the spirit that Treeport started to take on, that collaboration, you know, that collaborative nature. And it was one of those was things cool. for me as somebody who was very um, uh, in, on the inside and working on it, it was like kind of stressful because like leading up to it because Eric brought this to it and I was like, what the hell? Like, what is this? What, is this? Like, it's another programming piece I need to like yeah. tell everybody about and I have to like get the word out. Whereas like I find imagery, like I am nothing. There's no way to like sell this without it's just an idea, you know what I mean? And so but it was seeing so cool. it happen, yeah, it yeah. was the most beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. I was like I was it had chills. Yeah. So I, I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he and he's coming back and he's got some mm-hmm. a, a new idea, it's gonna be a new location this year and Oh cool. So, so yeah. It was really so awesome. Chelsea. Yeah, that was my one of my favorites. Um another favorite was was it last year whenever everybody jumped on stage with Build a spell. Yeah, yep, that was yeah. last year during their cover set. Mm-hmm. Um, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, I also love the like slow magic jumping in and mm-hmm. doing you know like at Knitting Factory. It was just like it was buzzed about. Everyone was like talking about it. Mm-hmm. And granted, I planted some seeds, but <laughs> yeah, and I saw those seeds where mm-hmm. they're little flyers here and there. Yeah. Have you? Have yeah, you? That was actually that was actually slow magic. Yeah, that was okay. Uh huh. Yeah. He had um he's you know has a pretty good fan base here and yeah. um reached out to some helpful street teamers. Yeah. Mhm. Cool. Um, what about you? Whew, so much. The uh, I really I like the Saint Seneca set a lot, especially since I missed them when they came back. That was last year, right? At the Crux. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I caught a good chunk of that. Um, the band dialogue too for me was kind of like they said it just kind of encapsulated a lot of things. I thought the Ro- Rubble Bucket set on the main stage last oh, year was really that fun. Was awesome. That's why I was excited for them to come come back. Yeah. Um, um, what else? Is so much. I really liked. Um, I saw Disco Doom a bunch last year. Oh man! I, yeah, they were so. They sounded so good. And I went and cut their set, and um, yeah, that was actually a really cool moment for for me too. So I just have a real deep personal connection with those. Folks, so yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I also love like the so little much. monsters running around, yeah. like seeing kids in monster the, outfits. Yeah. It was adorable. You did like like two like a yeah. foot of legs. Like <laughs> I was really pleased with how well like the sort of like, last year was the first year officially of these extra forts. You know, outside of Ale Fort, you know, and just seeing Hack Fort come to life. Like oh, I really like like Dan Deacon's Hack Fort talk. Actually, was one of my my. Uh, Highlights and it, it's available on video out, out there, but it was just I just think he's a brilliant man, and it was cool to have him speaking to this tech community. Yeah, <laughs> that made and it seems like they really problems. embraced that. Yeah, exactly. So like, was that Boise State that kind of Boise State has been playing a large role in it, but yeah, it's collaborative between Boise State, us, and 
the city and um, just local tech companies. So, oh. um, man, I'm sure I can think of more, but yeah. Yeah, I missed some of the the big main stage shows because yeah. I was checking out some of the other ones. Uh-huh. And one of my highlights was uh, Sister Crayon. I, oh, yeah. And I think that was during Rebel Bucket or yeah, Police or something. Mm-hmm. So I missed that. But um, to segue into Duck Club, yeah. which is what you guys do yeah. off-season, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all these bands that I missed, they mm-hmm. came back through mm-hmm. because they had such a good time. Definitely. And so I got yeah. to see Polisa. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Intimate. Same. I, I, yeah, that was so good. It really oh, was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was 2014 like for the Duck Club? It's, it, was, it, was, it was busy. It was, great. It was yeah, really it was busy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think we're starting to better understand what, what we're doing with it. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Duck Club is, like, for listeners out there, we're yeah. a local uh, promotions agency, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, so we basically book, like, bands like that, that you see at Tree Fork throughout the year at various venues that are very similar to Tree Fork venues. And, mm-hmm. um it's like just expanding a tree mm-hmm. forge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like Perfect P- Pussy was another really great example that they oh, came yeah. back through, and that was a sold out show. I mean, you couldn't yeah. even get in the door during Tree Forge. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys see them at Tree Forge? I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I it heard was, like that was legendary. Yeah, it was, it was great. Pretty amazing. And she was super sick. What I read that was a cool story too, because we had gotten word a few days before that she was in the hospital because she had really bad sinus infection, oh, like no. really bad, like her mole, like and. It it was funny because and then they canceled several days leading like a few dates right before that but they just insisted on making it and I caught her backstage right before her set or right after and I was just like thank you so much for making I know you've been and she's like yeah yeah they the like doctors told told me here are all these drugs you got to stay in bed and she's like basically pardon my language she's like fuck you I'm going to, I'm going to we're gonna go and play this festival and she just like got out of I mean. No, maybe that's what she had some meds on her. You know, she was dealing. She was basically like in a state of like should have been at the hospital. State. Right. So then it was just like a really impassioned set too, because she had been in the hospital and then mm-hmm. like. <laughs> so that was cool. It was pretty rock and roll for sure. Yeah. Uh, that was one of the things I noticed last year. Mm-hmm. It was almost like the Las Vegas showcase of adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was perfect pussy. Mm-hmm. There was big tits. Yeah. Get wet plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year. You want to hear a funny story about our marketing team? Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. Um, along those lines. Marketing team. We don't have much budget, so we have to work with what we got. And uh, we had this. Um, it was in Portland and Seattle, the Stranger and um, what? Is Port- Portland Mercury. Mercury yeah. State, the Stranger. Yeah. Um, and I, in with a donated some ad space for, um, I guess, part, for part of their partnership. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and so, but it was in the very back in kind of like the section where it was oh. like hot males, yeah. women, like phone call, like call into this number, like sexy lines, you know, and like strip clubs and stuff like that. And I was like, oh God, our ads right there. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, we should utilize yeah. this. <laughs> so we ended up doing an ad that was just like a picture of a cat, uh-huh. like face, and then on top it said, big tits, Perf- I, yeah. Perfect pussy and special explosion. Special explosion. Report <laughs> <laughs> 2014. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, and yeah. we ran. I was like, I, was, I called him. I was like, I want the exact same spot that you gave me. I just want yeah. to change up the creative. This <laughs> time? No, no that, that was, oh, so that, that was, was last year. year. So yeah. we sort of on that the adult thing. We sort of ran with it for one of the ads. Yeah, it was pretty funny. The adult section. In the adult section, because that's right. the only available. So I don't know if there was any for my budget. <laughs> 
conversion. But this yeah. year, I noticed yeah. it's just as racy. Yeah, We've got Thunder Pussy and Mostly and Muff. Playing together. Yeah. 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 And the Mostly Muff seems like a pretty big git. Yeah, totally. It's a tough one. We had to wrangle them. <laughs> oh, man. That's, yeah, this that's... is the first show they're played outside of their normal, their, their right. yearly show. So. Yeah. Yeah. Did Duck Club do uh, The Breeders? Was we that... did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. That was that so was awesome. Just like a, yeah. It was just a cool... I can't talk about it. I was out of town. She was out of town. That was a I good one. I want to cry about it. Was, it. Some of these... Oh, like, it was just like a bucket list sort of yeah. to, to see it, but it was fun to help make well, it happen. So. Right. I mean, so it's funny yeah. because I love, for whatever reason, the back shows skew a little older. Yeah, totally. And it's just such a great crowd. Yeah. And that was kind of... I was really, I was like really into doing it there. I felt like it was appropriate and just kind of a it cool, was, more like intimate experience. Like, see the breeders in a space like that was really cool. Yeah. Glad you enjoyed it as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was funny because last, last year there was, a, there was a run of shows you guys did where mm -hmm. I had to prioritize and like, yeah. I didn't have enough money. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes we're like, why are we doing so many shows in There's a row? Many. There's no way anybody's going to be able to do them all. But, but I think... Bands want to come, so... The thing that I forget mm -hmm. is that there's enough diversity yeah. that... Yeah. Right. And that's what we find too, is like we, you know, you've got different audiences mm -hmm. of music lovers that are like coming to various shows yeah and there's also like there's obviously the core group yeah. that kind of like goes especially at certain venues yeah and like said certain venues yeah mm -hmm. yeah well yeah. let's talk about venues so yeah. this is a different treat for it this year yeah every year is different yeah. it feels this one feels really Festival different discovery. really interesting yeah what's what feels really different about it well it's it seems like built to spill not doing three nights yeah so it's, that's a cool story about that. Like Doug and them basically, so the first year they played the main stage. Last two years they did the three nights. Right. And the biggest thing, like they were down with playing, but they're like, we missed the first year when we got to go see all these other bands. Remember that first year seeing Doug like run around seeing bands oh, and stuff? Oh, cool. So the main reason was that they just wanted to be able to go check out other other music. To so, enjoy the festival as well. Yeah. yeah. So, which, so it was kind of like, yeah, let's take a break from that. We want to see some, you know, so... Plus, it'd be kind of fun to get them back on the main stage, and they can do a real focused set of what they're doing. And yeah. So yeah. So mm -hmm. the, so it is different. You're right. This is the first time the shrine is being used with for a lot of different bands. So. Yeah. 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 So what are, what are some of these new venues that well, I'm seeing? Could like be, could Wednesday be the Rockies. Yeah, yeah. And there is Wednesday night too. So Cathedral of the Rockies, I'm really excited about. I don't know if you've ever been in that space. I don't. It's it a is big, beautiful. Yeah. It's it's a 900 cap like uh, cathedral. Really is it high the church ceilings. proper? Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so basically, yeah, exactly. Because because they have kind of like a newer Christian area, you know, where they'd have like their Christian rock bands and like do those things, those youth engagement things. And they even want us to do stuff there. And I was like, no, I want this old cathedral, like the really high, like stained glass. Do you windows. have to have special security? Are you to protect us from what? No, to protect the <laughs> church there, oh, from yeah, oh, yeah. hooligans. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's 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 not going to be any booze there or anything. So in theory, and it's all like. It's, it's, you know, it's folky. It's, yeah, it's just the one show. It's Josh Ritter with Alinda from Hooray for the Riff Raff, and they're doing a full band set later that night. Yeah. The, you know, and then Tom Brosau, or however you say his name. And So, yeah, I envision, I mean, everyone's going to be sitting in pews. I would think the first, a part of my thought on that being the first night, too, and no booze, it might encourage pe people to pace, them, pace themselves. Right, exactly. Go and enjoy a sit-down, like, cool, intimate, So that's definitely thing. in all ages. Yep. Mm -hmm. So... It is a, a beautiful location. The sound is amazing. Yeah, it's gonna. Have you yeah. guys seen Josh before? I have. Yeah. I have not seen him before. Oh, yeah. actually, I have. I take it back. Yeah. I think I heard him on NPR, cool. but I don't know that I've. I've, I've actually He's only so seen him solo, and I haven't seen him with his band in a long time. But I, I really like. He gets really, really lucid solo, or at least he did in the past. Like, 
I went to school up in Moscow and kind of knew Josh a little bit as he was starting to kind of break out because uh-huh. he'd come home and visit his family and um, he visited Lisa's Lisa's te- teaching a songwriting class at the time and stuff and we so anyways I always really liked and that. who's Lisa Lisa is my wife sorry so and what band is she in she's in a band called Finn Riggins okay but also are they playing mostly Muff so but mostly Muff yeah yeah mm-hmm. so did did you sneak off and go to Odessa that night I had to. I did both. You had to. I, ha- I did. I, I had did, to. I, both, I had so. to. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you missed out. I know. I, that's what I heard. It was one of the best sets. It was so good. Sets too. It like, was so good. That's like, yeah. Well, I'm glad. Glad you got to enjoy it. I can't believe I missed those <laughs> yeah. in the past. Yeah. Like, those are so yeah. much fun. Totally. So there's Cathedral of the Rockies. We're using the Rose Room this year, which yeah. is where Yoga Fort's going to be as well. So that's above old Chicago. Have you been in that space? It's a yeah. It's a, it's I don't know of, that. I mean, I think they did shows there. A yep, they did a long years time ago. ago. Yeah, but it's been a long time. I saw the bare naked lady. The bare naked ladies there before they were uncool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we we looked in the linen building originally because or the rose room because the linen building was in question because it recently yeah. changed ownership. But then we end up being able to use that still too. Um, and then the, the water cooler. Uh, we're using as well the, this year, which we've used for music panels before, but yeah. are using it for a more intimate all ages venue space. And Interesting. And now we've got um, the Hawaii, which is a beautiful new like addition to our footprint. That is yeah. just, I mean, I think it's perfect. It's gonna be where the artist lounge is this year, but also just where a lot like of the box Fort, office and Hack Fort's gonna all be of there. Hackfort's gonna oh, be there. Interesting. We're using the historic club Hannah's. Yeah. The word we're referring to is Hannah's. Hannah's. It's also known as Humpin' Hannah's. Amongst, or Dropping the Humpin'. Amongst the... <laughs> You're dropping it. Dropping yeah, the Humpin'. It's just Hannah's. But... Classy. But it's Hannah's. For Thunder Pussy and Mostly Muff. Yeah, it's appropriate, right? It needs to be yeah. Humpin'. <laughs> <laughs> Hobosexual is also playing playing there. Yeah. Didn't mean to put all the sex references over there, but... There's a Seattle band that you got playing there that I'm really excited the about. The Young Evils? Yeah. yeah, same. I think they're... Yeah, they're... They've they're got cool. a great sound. Totally. Uh, so then, what are the who are the who are we? What are we looking for this year? What are we? Yeah. And, and maybe start at the beginning. Yeah. How do you feel about the strength of this lineup? I think it's our best. Yeah. I mean, I, every year it changes. You know, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's like that every year. I'm like, this is the best. This is the best. And I think it's just that's how it is. Yeah. You know, we put so much heart and soul into it, and I think we're excited about it. And I think it's the densest for sure. It's also the one with the most repeats we've had. But that's I mean, also makes sense. We're four years in, it's hard right. to repeat after. But that was just the nature of, I mean, when good bands want to come be a part of the fabric of what we're doing and continue to come back. Like, Delicate Steve's a good example. He flew out last year. His first year, he wasn't officially on the festival, right. but now back. And I heard there was going to be a new album. I don't know if that's for sure yet. But I, I, I think I saw him yeah. hanging out with Yoko Ono. Oh, well, maybe they, <laughs> So you were saying there's not going to be a new album. Is, is <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying he is about to go Yeah, he's a, so he's a special thing, for, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, really excited about that. I'm ex- I've been really excited about the Omar Soleiman get. We tried for a, cu- a couple years ago, and uh, I don't know if you checked him out yet, but I haven't. I'm he's a little. I think I heard from Syria it. originally, and so also once again. So we were uh, this last year. You know, the city acknowledged us as become a, or named named us the cultural ambassador uh, for Boise for this 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 year. So bringing in people from Syria seems a little bit more even like. Yes, you're uh, doing your job. You're doing our job. What yeah, about exactly, so, exactly. the Muckers? The Muckers. So then there's that Iranian band, which I'm very excited about. I am too. But there's two of their visas are hung up. And so they, they, it's still in question, which is exciting in its own right. But right. I sure hope so. I hope they make it the tree for it. Because they... So this is a punk band from... 
for my RAN. And it was cool. They submitted, and I remember checking out one night and like watched this video of them playing like an underground like house show there. And yeah. like, you've probably seen it, and it looks. And um, it was my the biggest thing I took from it was like, wow, this looks like this is in Boise. Like people need to, you know, I I like the cultural normalization of it, you know. You know, mm -hmm. it's just like some really good people psychedelic just, rock and roll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a good reminder, especially in certain areas of our country, that you know, that yeah, Iranians play psychedelic rock and roll too. Exactly, They're, it's not that different. <laughs> okay, do you guys have so. to fight? I mean, this yeah. has been a, a hard was, year for Idaho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really hard. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Do you fight that? We don't. Nationally? We don't have to fight it. No, I mean, I because do. Because we live in the in the exactly. The, the island of Ada? Exactly. Yeah, we do. Totally. It's definitely something I think... I mean, with the At The Words thing, it was something that, you know, I spoke at that rally. We've been taking on more of a role of communicating within that. It's definitely, like, something we're all passionate about. Yeah. You know, of being more inclusive. And when it's hard to live in a state and be, you know, that is putting off the opposite of that. Right. Which I think all of us can relate to. And, yeah, definitely. And we're not a political organization, but that... For us, it's not a political fight. That's a human fight, and you know, I think we're more and more comfortable with you know um, being willing to play a role. And you know, I still like to stick to just uh, saying things through rock and roll. So it's you know, right? We're pushing the fuck we'll, Ronald Reagan. Fuck Ronald Reagan. <laughs> you know? so we'll let the artist say it. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, who else are you excited about? getting into Boise. Um, I'm excited that Viet Cong is coming. Oh, Viet Cong, I'm super stoked on. It's funny, because that also sounds like a, like a cultural, political thing, but they're from, Cal from Calgary. Megan and I went up to this festival up there, very similar to Treeport, called Sled Island, in the end of June, and um, the, they're, they're from that area, and that, you know, we saw a bunch of cool, young, really cool Canadian bands, and just kind of met a lot of that scene, which is, Calgary's a weird, they're a little bigger than us but this weird sister city a lot of a lot mm -hmm. of par a lot of parallels right down to the fact they had like a basically like a Shriners place where Dan Deacon played it was just like it was like oh. a parallel universe it was like, really weird what is going on it's like so Canadian Dan Deacon's coming yeah. back he's coming back outside yeah, of, the, of the festival but yes excited um playing the shredder well yeah the, that's what's funny so it's yeah. like you know I think a lot of people are starting to zero in mm -hmm. there's this huge lineup we yeah. don't know any of these bands. We got to get to know some. But then you guys are still still doing all this stuff, right? right. You're right. you're looking at hopefully the economy April doing well May, enough that June. you're starting to have enough money to buy those tickets. <laughs> yeah, because that's one of the things I, I look at. It's like how are you know how are people still afford these other things? And I hope so. But well, the, no, that's great. So when I was living in <laughs> Seattle, I would yeah. I would complain to people that there's something going on. You know, every week, yeah, every week I could yeah. do something, but I can't afford it. Yeah, and back in Boise, yeah. something only happened yeah. once a month. Yeah, and I could afford so, that, yeah. but now hopefully we're striking a good balance. We are. We're yeah. getting there. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm also really excited. So Calvin Johnson from K Records reached out to me like I think it was in November or December, and they had just put out yeah at the end of November they put out this compilation record of Northwest hip hop artists um, rapping over beats off of the K Records catalog and he was like I love you do you want to do a showcase of this stuff and it's called All, All Your Friends Friends and I was like yeah this sounds and he sent me some tracks like oh man this is incredible like yes yeah, send this over and so the guy that curated that, that whole thing is coming out to the festival and wrangled there's like what, there's like uh, 
at least uh, there's like 10 of them that were on that record all coming out. They're all doing their own sets, but then they're doing a set at the Shredder on Sunday night of all the material on that record um, called All Your Friends Friends. But there's a bunch of the hip-hop on the lineup this, this year is all this nor uh, pretty very respected but underground hip-hop in the Pacific Northwest. That, and I just like the collaboration with K Records. I mean, it, you know, and then we have Kyle uh, L L Little Wings coming this year. You know, every, every year I've tried to get someone, of, I'm a big fan of that whole scene. And so, like, last year we had Mount Erie, and the year before Calvin, or the year, two years ago, the beginning, Calvin Johnson came out with the Hype Dwellers. And so, anyways, I'm excited about that from the hip-hop line. What about the main stage, the, the big... I'm not excited about those. I'm excited about all these little ones. Yeah. <laughs> we know those will be fine. Yeah. Um, uh, chick, chick, chick. I'm, yeah, chick, chick, chick. I'm such a gigantic fan of them. They're maybe lesser known than a typical headliner of a festival like ours, but they're put on probably the best live show in the universe. So, yes. Um, if you're not familiar, I don't know if you are. No. Be sure to like stretch. I DJ one wedding a summer. Oh, uh, cool. Sweet. And, yeah. Cool. It's infectious. Chick, chick, chick. Yeah, exactly. Chick, chick, chick played... Uh, Played the Nerlux, I want to say two years ago now. It was like in August, yeah. and it was just like the sweatiest, most ridiculous dance party, you know. And I saw them in Portland, like back in the like early aughts, I want to say. And that was my first I introduced to them when I was a uh, college radio DJ, and you know they were kind of part of that early like LCD sound system mm -hmm. scene and that whole like kind of um, disco punk scene that was going on there, electronic, and so. Yeah. I, I think they're a cool crossover for the people that like electronic music, but also people who like punk music. Mm -hmm. the rest of us and anybody who wants to dance. Saturday night, just want to dance. I'm yeah. excited for that. Yeah. Fo having Foxygen back. Foxygen back. Um, Are they, is that a, a main stage? Yep. They're, right? So they're playing right before Chick to Chick. Okay. And right before them is Generational. Generational. And we're both huge fans yeah, of Generational. So. It seems like they're poised yeah. to kind of. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Especially like crossover. It's, their stuff is so poppy. And, yeah. And, but still and smart too. But like, yeah. mm -hmm. I think like that's kind of why they're they're like Saturday night in a time when like a lot of you know people are just gonna come out and check out the festival. I think pe people like that that aren't familiar are probably gonna love them. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. So for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's weird how sometimes there's the sound that works yeah. on the yeah. main stage. Yeah, yeah. So you you book a band like the Donkeys, and it seems like they have this California yeah, big. I, I love them too. We love the Donkeys too. Yeah, it's funny because that was that was my band's name back. Oh in the really? Day. Oh really? So you have this hate, love no, hate relationship? No, it's with them? great. They can take it on. <laughs> they can have it. You All can right. have it. Cool. <laughs> you should get an interview with them. With them. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. 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 Um, and obviously, I think. Uh, TV on the radio was really exciting. Oh for, yeah. I mean, they were a relevant. And that's Sunday band. night. That's Sunday night, and. Um, I've just heard yeah. they put on a, they have a really amazing live set. Yeah. I've never seen them live. They so. were I've here never seen them. three, four. Two thousand six is what I. Oh, here. was it that long? Ago? Okay. <laughs> Wait, is that right? It could be. That's a long was it time ago. Two thousand nine. Was it two thousand nine? Maybe it was two thousand nine. I think it was two thousand nine. Yeah, that sounds a little closer. They but, they are so good. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be great. I'm excited. And they're just so relevant. I mean, you know, that's one of the things we always think of our, the way we program our headliners is uh, we want the bands playing the festival to be excited about our head headliners. We care about people too, but in general we we're trying to book people that, that reflect the nature of everyone else playing the festival. And they're just been really influential to a lot of bands, even in, and just in the Brooklyn scene in general. You know, Dave Sidek like, pr produces a lot of great records. And so they, they, they fit the model as we talk about. Oh yeah. They're not necessarily e emerging, but emerging bands look up to a band like that. Yeah. You know. No, I think they're great. And so that's a great reason. Yeah. 
Yeah. Bad, bad, not good. Have you mm-hmm. checked them out yet? No, I they're, don't know that. They're really, really amazing. It's like jazz, um, really uh, classically trained musicians, yeah, like, um, but doing that kind of like a hip hop, jazzy. Yeah, like post pop. They just yeah. they're, they're putting out a record next week with Ghostface Killa, which we've tried to get both of them, but it didn't end up panning out to get Ghostface here too. Mm-hmm. But, but they do a lot of collaboration. Yeah, they're just really. I, I'm really curious to see what. They, so they're going to actually play the Shrine after Delicate Steve on Friday. Uh-huh. hang out and who knows what they might do on Saturday and then on f- Sunday they're going to play right before TV on the radio that's so. something else I saw so yeah. some of these people are playing twice this yeah. year mm-hmm. yeah and it's not a ton it's not a ton but we talked about doing more of it but it yeah. just didn't really well I think it's one yeah. of those things that we've like learned over the past four mm-hmm. years is that like bands like to stick around they really enjoy Treefort so why not like it's kind of like summer camp yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. for and them and they come and yeah. And they want to. So yeah. And there's going to be more, quote-unquote, like unofficial shows. Or we, we, We've been referring to them as second-chance shows like during the day at various places that those haven't been announced yet. Mm-hmm. Some of the bands that are hanging out for longer are going to pop up in other places, and local establishments. And you can find out during the festival if you follow mm-hmm. uh, Treefort's Twitter account, which yeah. is at TreefortFest, because yeah. <laughs> um, that is really the live updates of everything. Okay, so let's yeah. talk about social media. Last cool. year... Can right I talk I... about one more artist? Oh, yeah. I just want to talk about Emily Wells, just oh, really Emily fast. Wells. We're just excited she's coming back. She's, yeah. she's, she's also giving a keynote speech at Hackfort about okay. technology, like about mu- uh, like music and technology, and also women in technology. She's performing at Yoga Fort, and she's Perform on the main stage. Is she performing music at Yoga Fort? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is she going to instruct yoga? She's performing, performing music. So but there Yoga are, Fort has yeah. some Did live you guys, music. Have you done, taken advantage of the Yoga Fort? No. No. I would love to. All right, well, then we're all three going to do it this year. All right, perfect. Okay. For Emily Wells, there you go. Or yeah. just yeah. anyone. Anybody, yeah. Yeah. Because 10 hours, not 10 hours. Could use it. I mean, just all that concrete. There's yeah. no, how do you, no. how do you train for Tree Fort? You don't. You don't. Well, we should. A lot of drinking. We should. we should have a beer right now. So anyways, I just want to put that in there. We're, we're huge fans of her. She played two years ago and kind of... Where, where is she film. at and when? She's going to play the main stage as well on the TV on the radio night. Mm-hmm. Like right before Bad Bad Not, not, not Good. So. Okay. And then so this... I'm, but she's coming in on like Wednesday and she's going to be hanging out all weekend. In, you know, it's hard because you want to utilize everything you've got. Um, some of the some of the venues are a little bit of a run, mm-hmm. but would you say you've done your your best to try and? It's a very conscious effort, yeah, oh, to yeah. try to spread people. And the idea is there's strive that there's no one person wants to see two bands at the same time. Oh, that's Obviously, not it, 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 it doesn't happen, but it definitely try to like spread pe- people out and, and make it so that ideally someone can go through the whole festival and see everything that they want to see, or at least mm-hmm. like. And that's why it's, some of these second chance shows yeah, help, help as well. Because if you're gonna, if you have like scheduling conflicts with mm-hmm. you know artists, please that's impossible. Yeah. yeah, ideally it's all good enough so that everyone wants to see it all. But you know, but everyone's got different tastes and different. They do, things they but go. it seems so. like things are kind of geographically grouped. If you yeah. have taste, totally. totally, that's very very true. Mm-hmm. So like I'm conscious of that. Linen building, yep. Crazy Horse. Like Even the Rose Room is yeah. relative neurologs, yeah. they're mm-hmm. all relatively close. Yep. And then it Try. seems like Hannah's is a little bit farther away. Yep. There's some stuff at There's the like Reef. Right there. Yeah. Reef. Reef and China Blue. Yeah. China, China Blue this year just has some club DJs they're bringing in that are kind of highlighting what they do on a regular basis. Um, so they're high level club Arcade club bar. DJs. Space bar arcade. Space bar. Yeah. Yeah. Space bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
I mean, so it, it's not like a huge... It seemed like it was a bit of a run to get to the knitting factory. Yeah. But I thought last year, which that was such a strong day. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, All day, like, yeah. Yeah, so it was Magic Sword, Odessa. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think Street Fever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. It's tricky. It is tricky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it seems like you're doing something similar again this time, too, with... Uh, yeah, at the Rose Room has a similar kind of lineup. With, is it? Magic Sword. Yeah. Yeah, and Shades. And there's DJ. The Keeper of the Magic Sword was in my house. Oh, really? Nice. Did, are you guys... Have I'm you a, seen his face? Or no, her, I mean... Her face? I, I, I don't know why I assume it's a male. But. Did you listen to that interview? Um, I it's I so hilarious. Is it? I I'm going to have to send you a link. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't know what... The keeper of the magic sword is going to sound like, uh -huh. and then it's like, really, really, this is what this. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta hear that. No, this, it I'm was really so curious. yeah, yeah, huh. yeah, Funny. cool, yeah. But luckily, there's no like hills. I found that's awesome during a festival. Yeah. Festival, no like an urban festival with hills, it's so difficult to get around. Um, but you'll be like sweating by the time you get to a venue. But Boise is flat. And there's like maybe a ten minute walk in between. It's like all it's edge all. to edge. Pretty so close. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the record exchange. Yeah. Those these those in stores. Secret yeah, in stores. Secret in stores. Do you know what the weather's gonna be like? Nope. Mostly there's <laughs> a lot of um, indoor venues. It's however it's gonna be. It's gonna be perfect. It's going That's to be. Yeah. You just know. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it could. We've had such warm weather lately. Yeah, it could be like eighty degrees. It could. Right. Who knows? These, we try to focus on things we can control. Okay, yeah. that's good. <laughs> you can control social media. Yeah. Yes. Um, and last year, after Tree Fort, you were doing presentations. Yes. Mm -hmm. I went to a presentation. Yeah. And so one of the aspects that we focus in is independent media on our show, because we talk to a lot of people who produce independent media, because mm -hmm. it's hard to grow that as a business and make any money, mm -hmm. just because there's so many people out there and it's hard to get people's attention. So how, where do you focus your time, like prioritize Facebook, Twitter, what, you know, what, how do you do it? Um, basically I try to point everybody back to our website with the most information. And so, and then utilize all these social media channels as like the way to reach the people to get them to this one spot. So Facebook is, you know, um, typically informative and also a little bit of like imagery involved. Um, Twitter is more just like real-time updates and um, just like quick little blurbs or pieces of information um, that you don't necessarily have to absorb, you know, or it's again pointing you back to the website with more instructions on how to get a single day pass or where the box office is located, you know what I mean? Secret handshake. Oh mm. yeah. Secret handshake. That's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What is the secret handshake? Okay, so the secret handshake is the ultimate tree fort experience. Like you've got access, like like you can be right up front, you can be backstage with the band, you can be um, you'll have a personal um, concierge with you that will take you around the venue to venue. Be escorted. Uh, escorted around. Um, yeah, it's the ultimate 
way to do Dreamforce. I think what most people do when they, they look at it, it's kind of it's a, it's nine hundred ninety nine dollars. So it's, it, I agree, it's expensive, but they're they're not factoring in. There's a Duck Club oh, season Duck Club pass. Season, season pass to Duck so, Club. Yeah, you basically are on a guest list for the whole year. A whole year. Plus your Dreamforce pass and your escort service. I, I don't. So, I can't do math on the fly, but yeah. I would think that it's probably actually worth it. It, it is it's, if you're able to go to all those shows. So, but it's, it's probably more expensive. I mean, it's, it's cheaper than it is to buy. If you could buy, buy yeah. uh, every single show mm-hmm. throughout the year, it'd be cheaper to get that one nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah, that Does, also includes Treeport and yeah. Duck Club. Yeah. So, no one's no one's ever bought one though. No. For the record. Oh, which will. is they, yeah, which is I mean, we'll see. part of us are a little worried because yeah, then we're gonna have like, to really oh, like crap. step it up. But. Yeah. But if someone wants to challenge us, totally, we're ready. Okay, you're the concierge this year. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I've got the right guy. Yeah, for we, it. we have this good person. Uh-huh. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then, social media. Yeah, just um, you know, Instagram is a lot of like cool photos. People love photos. And so, do you do you get the idea that you have different crowds that? Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm gonna we put like updates on like old Twitter. people on Facebook, young people on. On Instagram, and and then like weirdos like me, on Twitter. <laughs> Is, do people still hang out on Twitter? I mean, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things. It's really helpful during the festival, like whenever it's like, oh hey, you know, the shrine is almost at capacity. Yeah. Go, you know, don't wait in line. Go that, to Nerlux to catch this band. Real time. Yeah. Information. So they want to put it on the website this year, so you can just like, so you don't have to have Twitter necessarily. You don't have to be a Twitterer. In order to follow, it's against a little hesitation for some people. Gotcha. So just you can like see updates. Website updates. But it's gonna be a Twitter feed basically. On that note, though, our, our app team are building a functionality where all the venue managers can update the status of the venue, and you'll be able to easily go see if there's a line, or if uh, it, um, whatever, like, if it's running on time or not, and like so there's a couple different variables. It'll be, you know, for those that aren't on Twitter especially, but real-time updates on the app of statuses mm-hmm. and venues, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that, too. And so, and so this is the calm before the storm. What do you guys do now for the next, is it, month? Yeah, I mean, I basically am just trying to get people to know about the festival still. Yeah, and I like mm-hmm. to t- try to do as much as I can, like, real specific ed- education on individual artists and things, you know, because... I think for a lot of people, you look at it, it's kind of overwhelming. Like, where do you start? Where do you start? You know, and so that's... And then the second chance show. We still, we still have a little bit of programming left, but mm-hmm. this is definitely when it... Like, two weeks ago, it was just still crazy time. It's right. still crazy, but we're getting closer now. Now there's the higher percentage of knowns versus unknowns, which is a refreshing. Hey, friends. That... This is where my, my phone cut it. And... As this is my first live interview, that's that's what we got. So it was fun. Thank you for listening. Do check out TreefortMusicFest.com. We talked for ten more minutes. It was it was good. There's so much to come. It's 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 awesome. Thanks so much, and uh, lots of great bands to come. I want a pretty.
Oh